Today, I'm going to share with you an exercise that we do in the Pivot Me Academy that is so very powerful, simple, but can be a little painful for people. It's called the Perfect Week Exercise, and I'm going to walk you through it right now. Welcome to Pivot Me, where we give business tips and mental hacks so you can move past your biggest obstacles and live the life you've earned. And now your host, business advisor and performance expert, April Garcia. For years, I made large companies larger and rich people richer. Now I coach driven entrepreneurs to hack success, create more time and get better results through high performance habits, the multiply me method, and a little mental gymnastics. On Pivot Me, I talk to thought leaders and experts sharing our successes, our many scrubs, and how we can all use both to move us to the next level. Join us and learn real, simple steps to pivot you and your business towards the life you've earned. Have you ever spent time just thinking about what your what your perfect week would look like. Like if you could just wipe the slate clean, there's no obligations, no time commitments, no nothing, what would you actually put into your week? If it was all empty, like you open up your agenda and you're like, oh, I have absolutely nothing this week. What would you put in there? What would you add? What kind of activities would you do? Who would you go and visit? How would you spend your time at work? How many hours a day would you work? Like what would that look like? Today, we're talking through this exercise that I do in the Pivot Me Academy. And uh, this is supposed to be this fun, creative exercise. Like when I thought this up, when I created this years ago, I was like, this is going to be amazing. This is going to be so exciting. Um, it's it's a more creative process. It's It's less framework and more kind of vision casting. Here's what happened that was a little unexpected back then. It became painful for people. It became painful when they actually did this exercise to see the gap between the way they're living their life now and how if they, quote unquote, had the power, what their week would actually look like. Spoiler alert, we've all got the power. Let's walk through it. Most of us, when we're planning out our week, we are only focused on our obligations, our meetings, our appointments, and then we try to squeeze the other important stuff around that. And, and this is how, you know, our oftentimes our, our schedule is dictated to us. So I open it up and it's like, all right, well, the kid's dentist appointment is this day and I've got the client meeting on Tuesday and that's probably going to take this many hours and, oh, I've got to stop by the pharmacy. And we're kind of reacting to environmental inputs, right? It's like the um, our schedules are acting upon us. But the truth is, it can be the other way around. Now, what I'm proposing here in our podcast is not you changing your schedule right now. I want you to be in this sort of creative space, and I want you to think about building your perfect week. So let's actually walk through this. So Ideally, you're in a place where you can write. You got a journal in front of you or you're, you got a Word document open, Evernote, whatever you're using, and you're thinking, okay, what would be in my perfect week? What would I put in if I could build a week Monday through Sunday that you love independent of your current schedule? So this part is key. So what I don't want you to do is open up your calendar and go, well, okay, if next week, if I was to put in some things that I actually like to do, where could I squeeze in that walk or the run or yoga or, you know, a 
you know, dinner date with my partner or lunch with my best friend. I don't want you to take what you already have and try to make it a little bit better. This is supposed to be a creative process. So open up a piece of paper, open up a piece of paper, open up a Word document, look at your piece of paper, however you're going to do this. And let's start Monday through Sunday. What would you put in your perfect week? What time would you wake up? What would your morning routine look like? Again, independent of your current schedule obligations. How would you start your day? What would you eat? Would you go to the coffee shop that you wanted to go to? Or would you meal prep and it's already done and you just roll out of bed and eat your right macros? Like, what does that look like for you? What time would you start the work day? Are you working remote? Do you have an office space? Do you have a super cool office space that has a gym and a barista? Um, is it, you know, downtown? Is it someplace where on your lunch breaks you can walk around and enjoy whatever downtown has to offer? I want you to walk through all aspects of your life that you would like to bring in to your perfect week. If you're struggling with, well, what all would I put in there? Here's, here's a tip. Go back to your wheel of life. We've talked about the wheel of life before. Think about the areas of your life, your health, your relationships, your, you know, marriage, your kids, your, you know, ad adventure, time with friends, spirituality, whatever makes up the slices of your wheel of life. Think about baking those in. I mean, it can't just be work, guys. It cannot be just work. But if you had a blank slate, what would you build in? And I'll say this again, probably not the last time. Do not be tethered to your current week and schedule. Don't go, well, I work from eight to five every day. So what would I fit in after that? I'm asking you to imagine your dream house, theoretically, like, or metaphorically. Um, your, imagine your dream house, like you're building it from scratch, not renovating your existing one. Don't think about this like a goal setting exercise. Think about this in terms of visualization and dreaming. Be in a creative space. Bonus points if you actually are in a creative space while you're doing this exercise. A lot of people have a very hard time doing creative exercises, visualization exercises while they're sitting at their office. I, I am the same way. Like if I'm sitting at my normal desk with all my tasks and obligations around me, I feel the weight of my obligations and it doesn't lead me to thinking big. So for me, I have to get outside. I have to get away. Sometimes a walk, sometimes a cool coffee shop. I, I honestly do my best work in a meeting room in a hotel. Like, you know, the conference rooms and I get sticky notes and this is how I do my two-day business strategy sessions for Pivot Me. So like when I have clients come into Reno and we do a two-day strategy session, that is absolutely where I do my best work because I can think big in those environments for myself and for other people. So if you are someone that also needs to be in a creative space, I encourage you to do this exercise in a creative space. So again, we're thinking about like, okay, my workouts, long walks, coffee with my partner, dinner with friends. Do I, am I now doing, you know, salsa dancing on Thursday nights? Think big, radical, think untethered. Again, don't start with, I've got a Monday huddle at 9 a.m. Instead, go to the end and work backwards. What would you want to put in that week? And here's why this is so important. Here's why you don't start with your current schedule and just try to make it a little bit better. If you start with your existing week, your existing schedules, those become the rocks you have to navigate around. 
That's not designing an amazing life. That's simply upgrading the current life you have by a little bit. And I want us to be intentional about designing the perfect week. So let me give you an example. If I ask you to describe your dream home, you might decide it's next to the ocean or maybe it's a cabin in the woods. But what you wouldn't do is tell me how you would renovate your existing house. You wouldn't say, well, I want to live by the beach, but currently I live in a desert. So I guess I'm just going to settle with hanging a painting of the beach on my wall. That will give me the beachy feel I'm looking for. No, no, no. You know, describe your dream home untethered from your existing home. That's how I want you to think about your perfect week. So um, we had Patrick and he said, I'm going to have half days on Fridays and those half days I'm going to be on my boat being done by 3 p.m. on Tuesdays so he can always catch his son's hockey game. Manny decided that he was going to time block two hours every Friday for self-care in preparation of his weekend so that he didn't bring the work stress right into his home life. Dawn started scheduling outdoor times every day as a non-negotiable. So this was part of her perfect week. So as they went through this, they're like, all right, well, I would love two hours to golf every Friday. One of our guys, Michael, is like, I'm golfing every Friday. Like, that's what my perfect week looks like. Um, Mark scheduled weekly massages and mobility work with a trainer. Laura scheduled um, Pilates three times a week. So again, guys, this isn't just goal setting, though, but just think about what your perfect week would look like. Tammy said that um, she would start every morning sitting on her back porch, drinking coffee, and reading from her favorite books. Now. This wasn't things that they were doing now. But they first had to feel untethered from their obligations. For me, I put in scheduling a 90-minute walk and listen every Friday. So that means 90 minutes of me walking outside, which I love to do, and listening to a podcast or a book. These were things I love, and this would be part of my perfect week. When I first did this exercise years ago, picking up my girls from school four days a week was part of my perfect week. I can tell you today, I absolutely do that. My work schedule, my obligations are now built around that, not the other way. Know this. The transition between the week you live now and your perfect week is no light switch. As you walk through this, and I hope I've already given you some suggestions from some stuff in the Pivot Me Academy, but as you walk through this exercise and go, well, what would I do on Monday? Well, what would my Tuesday look like? Like, as you start to sketch this out, I eventually want you to look and say, okay, well, how is this so different from the way that I'm living now? So how, how are you doing? Like, are we sketching this out? Or are you just listening to me or actually writing? Writing, typing. Mm, I'm going to go with you've written some things down. And if you haven't written some things down, I'm hoping that some of the ones that I shared with you, you're like, oh, I'd like to do a walk and listen every Friday. I'd like to take two hours off for self-care every Friday so I don't bring, bring my business stress right into a family stress. That's a real thing, guys. I hope that I have given you some things to put into your perfect week, but I want this perfect week to be the guiding light. Hey, Pivoter, I see you taking notes. I see you applying things into your business and life. Great work. But what if you could do it on a Zoom call with me? Well, here is your invite. I am hosting a free live event on Zoom where I get to know you, your challenges, and help you work through them as we accelerate your growth together. This is a free virtual event, and I'd love for you to join. Hop over to pivot-me.com backslash event and save your spot now. We'll keep these small. They will fill up. I'd love for you to be there. Again, it's pivot-me.com backslash event. We'll also put the link in the show notes and I'll see you there.
Now, you've got to do it in the right order, but once you get your perfect week down, this sort of becomes a decision filter. We start to make decisions based off of, will this get me closer or farther away from my perfect week? It is not a light switch, guys. It's not like, well, I'm living my current week and now April had me do this exercise. I've got this perfect week written down. Bam, we've got this now. No, 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 it's not like that. I have seen over and over again that these sustainable changes in people's lives are usually not these big burn the boats moments like we hear on social media. That sounds nice. Ooh, that's awfully clickbaity. I get it. But that is not how I see people do sustainable change. Unfortunately, it's a little less sexy than that. It's the slow, consistent march towards our desired life. That's what it looks like. A slow, consistent march. It ain't sexy, but it is the truth, guys. So once we get our perfect week down, then we have to make these small adjustments to get closer to our perfect week. Your schedule will go through iterations to slowly move closer to this perfect week. So again, once you've get this perfect week down, and it that will be an iterative process too, but start sketching it out. And then what can you do to start moving you closer to the perfect week? Not all aspects of it, but for example, let's just say you have, you know, half days on Friday. What could you do to get you closer to a half day on Friday? Maybe it is legitimately on Thursday coming in an hour earlier but it's before the team starts. And so it's uninterrupted time, but it allows you to take off Fridays at 12, for example. I want you to just make the smallest changes to your schedule to get you closer to your perfect week. And this stuff works, guys. There's a gal that's worked with me, Bethany, for, oh God, Bethany, how long have we worked together? Probably four years. And she's done this exercise with me a couple of times. And what was really fun is the last time she did this exercise, which was just a few weeks ago, she kind of got choked up and she said, oh my God, I can't believe this because she had this like aha moment that it worked, that she had set up her life according to her perfect week. She had started a business. She was working the schedule she wanted. She had an amazing assistant helping her with her business. She was doing Orange Theory, things that she did not think were possible for her, you know, three years ago. In fact, she said the Bethany from three years ago would be so jealous of the life I'm living now. Damn, it felt good to hear that. That's the good stuff. This is someone who's designing their life. They're doing the work and it's working. This perfect week gives you a framework to say yes and no to opportunities and obligations because you know what your perfect week looks like and you're moving closer to it. If you don't do the work to define your perfect week, Someone will define it for you. Someone will be happy to give you the schedule they would like you to work. They will be happy to hand over the obligations they would like you to take care of. You need to be the architect. You need to be designing this. I had one guy, Eric, realize that he wanted to be location agnostic. And he's like, here I am paying for an office space. And when I did my perfect week, I was running it from a laptop. I was, he goes, I was the guy that works at Starbucks. I didn't, I didn't realize I wanted to be the guy with the hotspot or Wi-Fi at Starbucks. And he said, but I did. And here I am dropping 2K a month on an office space that I really don't want to have. And this was huge, guys. So let's let's recap this into steps. So Okay, so number one, we're going to make a list of stuff that you want to have time for in your perfect week. So you don't have to necessarily put it into the the days right away, but just make a list of stuff. Like my perfect week would include golfing, 
lunch with my best friend, 60 minutes of gym time every morning. I'd finally join Orange Theory. I would finally start Pilates or hot yoga. I would write for 60 minutes each morning. I'd get my word count in. Like, just think about the things that you would like your perfect week to to have in it. For me, walking was huge. I want to walk every day. I love exercising, but I also just like walking. I don't know, maybe it's an age thing. Maybe I crossed the 40 and then all of a sudden walking and birds, I mean, they go hand in hand. Like I walk and then I literally call out the names of birds or I hear their call and I know, oh, that's a red-winged blackbird. Oh, did you hear the sound of that finch? Like, who am I? Guys, it sneaks up on you. I don't know. Here we are. Make your list of stuff that you want to have in your perfect week. That's number one. Number two, make a list of stuff you don't want in your perfect week. For example, I don't like Friday afternoon meetings. Funny, I actually have a Friday afternoon meeting. Um, I didn't. I had a ban on them. There was a ban on them for about five years. Now I've got one again because it's the only time that me and my integrator can meet for now. Um, But that might change in the future because she's got cool things to do on the weekends and so do I. And prepping for a Friday afternoon meeting may not be the way to do it. So make a list of stuff that you don't want in your perfect week. Maybe no Tuesday 7 a.m. huddles because my God, that just sucks. If your perfect week doesn't have it in it, great. Now you've got, you've got some information like that. That becomes your guiding light. Number three, put that week in the form of a schedule. So first we're just making a list, right? So we, we, we go, ah, I want to do golf. Well, where's it going to go? At first, just make a list. And then once you have the list of the stuff that you want in your perfect week, then when you get to number three, you can start put it in the form of a scheduling format. I don't do any podcasting on Fridays or Mondays because I don't like to start the week that I love podcasting. You know, I love talking to you, but I don't like doing it on a Monday. Like I got other things. I got client facing stuff. I've got operations stuff on Friday. Same. I don't do any video calls with clients on Fridays because why? Because I'm in a hoodie and yoga pants and I'm I'm living my best comfortable life on Fridays and I don't want to show up on client calls. That was part of my perfect week years ago. And today I absolutely live that perfect week. So again, number three was put your week into the schedule format. So all those things that you d- decided on on number one, put it in the form of a schedule. And once you've done those things, print it out, print out your perfect week and review it monthly. You're going to schedule in that review. You're going to put it in your calendar once a month. Look at my perfect week. What is one thing that I can do to move me closer to my perfect week? What's one thing I can say yes to? Can I say yes to having a couple friends of mine? We all decided that, I think it was the first Thursday of every month, we're going to start getting together because when we get together, we have a blast, we laugh. And what do we say every time? Why don't we do this more often? The reason why? Because we're not scheduling it. We're not being intentional about it. So last week it was decided that the first Thursday of every month, we're getting together. Like bring intentionality to it. You know what? My perfect week involves seeing those people. So we've got it on the schedule. So once a month, you're going to be looking at the perfect week and you're going to ask yourself, what's one thing I can put into my schedule that gets me closer to the perfect week? Second part is what's one thing I can take out of my schedule? I can start saying no to or put in the parking lot, maybe just say not now to, that gets me closer to my perfect week. This only doesn't work if you don't do the work. I said at the beginning that what was meant to be a creative, fun process, an, an exercise that we do in the Pivot Me Academy and the mastermind that was supposed to be fun, ended up being painful for a lot of people. In fact, one person in the academy refused to do it 
at all. She said, I can't, I can't do this exercise. It's going to hurt. I'm going to get upset. I'm going to get sad. She was struggling under so much weight of obligation that she wasn't in a creative space. She couldn't think in terms of creativity. She said she felt so at the mercy of her schedule and her business that even trying to think like this, not only could she not, but that it would make her mad, that it would upset her, that she didn't feel like she had power over her life. Man, we had some work to do. But if you are someone in that position where you go, well, yeah, April, that would be nice to do my perfect week, but it's just going to piss me off because right now I just feel like my life and my business is responding to external inputs. I get it. I see you. I understand that this is hard. If you're constrained by money or time or, you know, you've got some family situation or emergency that you're working through, I want to give you space for that. But personal development work isn't always rainbows and cupcakes. Personal development work is hard. Healing stuff from your past is hard. Becoming the best version of you is hard work, which is why most people never do it. Most people kind of phone it in and go, well, good enough is good enough for my life. Yeah, well, no, it's not. Not now. Most people decide, okay, this is it. This is my lot in life. But it is not enough. If you are listening to this podcast, it's because you know you are capable of more. I know you don't want to just work more, but you know you have it in you to be more, to deliver more, to help more, to contribute more. And I'm going to help you do that. So even if you've heard this exercise and you think it's going to be painful, you think, oh, the delta between my perfect week and the week I'm living right now is painful. You know what? The things that we don't face, they don't change. So look at it. Do your perfect week. Give yourself permission to dream. Give yourself permission to outline what a perfect week looks like. It doesn't matter that your current week doesn't look anything like that. It's an iterative process. We're just going to take one tiny step closer to that perfect week. But if you don't do the work to even define it, then you will never have the perfect week. And trust me, you deserve the perfect week. So let's do this. I'm happy to look at your perfect week. I'm excited to see your perfect week. Shoot us a message at info at pivot-me.com and I will look at your perfect week. I'll even give you my own feedback on it. But I'm rooting you on, man. Like I'm encouraging you. This work is important. If you ever want to live your perfect week, you first have to do the work to define your perfect week. Great talking to you today. Make it an awesome day. I'll see you next Thursday. Thank you so much for dialing in today. And don't forget, make sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And if you love what you hear, give us a five-star review. It means the world to us. Hit me up on Instagram at the April Garcia or check us out online at pivot-me.com. This is all made possible with the support of you listeners, the numerous contributors and our clients. Our music and production is by the amazing Rockwood Audio. Join me next time for more tips on how to hack success. And until then, make it a great day. Thanks, guys. You guys are amazing.